All right. How's it going, everybody? Wow, what a what a show. Got a new intro here, got the background, got the ticker going. Everybody, grab your suitcase, head to the dresser, take the clothes out because we've got a lot to unpack tonight. It's over. We got an ending. Lego. By the way, uh, my fabulous co-host here, Lego. Hey. We've, we've been talking for like the last half an hour, so now we're here on camera. Wow. That was something. There were some definite things that I really enjoyed about it. There were some things I definitely didn't enjoy about it. And then there were a lot of things that were kind of in the middle of the road for me. So I would love to hear your opinions, though, first, or at least one of your opinions first. Where would you um, like to start? Well, to start with, um, this episode was so fucking sad. I know. Like, I sobbed. I'm a sap, but, like, this, I did not. I, I figured it was coming, but, man, that, that got me in the feels. That was, it was just, that scene, I mean, we're going to kind of jump all over the place, but that scene in which you're talking about, I think, I'm sitting there and I'm like, wow, that's really a non-Disney way to go about something. You know, the, the kids just disappear. Yeah. Okay. I can get behind that, but whatever. All right. Let's just fucking get right into this thing. I Like, my brain is just all over the fucking place right now. I don't know about you all. By the way, if you have questions, comments, and concerns, streamlabs.com backslash Rob Fishbeck. We could take all the support out there in the world. Speaking of streamlabs, I've already got one in today. Going to go read over this right now from Weston Ira. Who are your favorite – who are your FVPs, ooh, favorite vision peeps of this show? I'll go to – I'll go to P5, Dr. Darcy, Captain Monica, Wanda, Vision, Agent Wu, backslash Keanu Reeves, because Keanu deserves an honorable mention, not slander. Okay, very interesting. Lego, who are your, who's your MVP for this show? MVP for this show, yes. Um, Jimmy Wu. Okay, I can, I can dig that. For me, it's, for me, it's, uh, I mean, my favorite character of the whole show is Agatha Harkness. But MVP, I'm going to go with Dr. Darcy Lewis because she stopped the bad guy. She stopped Hayward at the end. Oh, but Jimmy coming in with that. Are you, you're bluffing. Am I? Am I? And then, yeah, and then who showed up, by the way? Nobody. I was waiting for Ray Richards to walk in or Dr. Strange. Oh, I was going to say, they did come when he called them. <laughs> but now he I don't. Remember, as I wrote it down in my notes, I'm like, he called Cliff. He goes, who calls Cliff? He's like, Cliff, can you, I, you know, I'm here. Can you be here in under an hour? And it's like, what the fuck's going on? Who's Cliff? Yeah, that's his FBI buddy. I know. But I was, I know. I thought it was going to be an Avenger. See, that's what I'm saying. No, he doesn't See, really know any. Bruce Banner says, I don't know about this episode, right? <sighs> Oh, man. Uh, Weston says, I have many questions because I haven't seen it yet. LOL. Well, <laughs> okay. Um, you know, we're going to be talking full spoilers here. So, oh, Matt says, Woof City, to quote something that I say all the time. Facts, 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 facts. All right. I'll start with something that I liked about it. What I liked about this episode was... 
Though some of the CGI effects to me were not on par with your normal MCU fare in the theater, it was definitely better than like network television CGI. Like for example, when the two visions were fighting one another and uh, that car blew up, the CGI of the flames was not the greatest, but I'm nitpicking. What I, what I liked about it though was it felt like a movie. It felt like an MCU movie you know, kind of your, not necessarily like an end game style, you know, kind of thing, but like at least Ant-Man level, at least uh, Doctor Strange one level, other than the very end with Dormammu, because that was he real heavy CGI, intricate detailed, right? This, I think to me, really captured, it, it, it kept us like continuity wise with, with the tone and the look in the MCU. Not to say that the previous episodes didn't, but this one, you know, had all the special effects and the big fight scenes, right? And all that kind of stuff. So that's definitely one thing I'll start off with that I liked about the episode. Um, I mean, I, I don't really care that much about that sort of thing. And it is a TV show. So, I mean, I thought it was fine. Um, yeah, I thought it was fine. I... I loved the look of White Vision. Like, <laughs> it reminded me of the character that Paul Bettany plays in, um, what are those movies he's in with Tom Hanks? Totally blanking. Uh, Paul Bettany with Tom Hanks? Am I thinking of the right movies? I don't know. What Where movie? they're after something. In oh, the Da Vinci Code? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Um, it reminded you of that. So I liked White Vision. I thought White Vision was solid. Um, where did he? Where did he go? That's what I want to know. You get what I'm saying? That's and that leads me right into something that I didn't like. I love White Vision, but what happened to him? You get what I'm saying? Like, because that yeah. scene that they have at the end where he's like, he goes, "We'll say hello again." He turns to Wanda. He's like, "We'll say hello." Or no, she says, "She says to him." I lied. She says to him, we'll say hello again. So to me, it's like, all right, are they going to do as, you know, now that he gave White Vision his memories, is that going to be the new vision going forward? Is Wanda going to find him? Is he going to turn and be a villain? You know, these are all things that we don't know. That being said, I love, I love White Vision. I just wish I knew what happened to him. I think what's important is we now know Paul Bettany's employment status. <laughs> He's safe. Um, um, I, what I really liked about the, the vision battle is when they stop and have a conversation after white vision says, I request further elaboration. And it's not just about them punching each other. It's, it's what vision is. It's logic. Right. And that's, and that's literally what he says. He goes, but not a true, he's like, I'm vision. And he goes, but not a true vision. And then that's when white vision stops. And it's like, elaborate. And yep. this, okay. Um, Sorry. yeah, man. Um, how, <laughs> so yeah, that is a good question about like what happened to vision after white vision, after he F's off. Um, I'm not really, I'll be honest, like I didn't really get what Hayward wanted to do because they're talking about the two visions 
and then he said there was only going to be proof that there was one vision. So did he just want White Vision to go in there and uh, take down Wanda's after, because he got him started up so he didn't need her anymore? Wasn't entirely sure what was happening with that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know myself. And why he thought he would get away with it? Like, what was his... What did he want White Vision started up for? I mean, he works for the government. Did he? Was he just gonna hide White Vision in a government lab and hope no one above him came to visit it? Like, right? Well, exactly. That plan didn't make any sense. No, and to me, it's like, all right. So then, White Vision leaves. Or now, the new Vision, right? The West Coast Avengers style Vision, the one, this bad dog right here. But where does he go? What what's going on with him? Where where is he at now? That's that's what I don't understand because you can't he can't hide. You know he's got Vision's memory, so as far as I'm concerned, he would try and go find Wanda if I had to take a guess. But you know where did he go? Well, I mean that is a, like a very logical question, or a question of logic and very profound, like deep question in that. So White Vision now has his original memories right. from the data that he collected that he had within him. Um, however, does having those memories create emotion? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, just because he has those memories of, of, of having those encounters and actions with Wanda doesn't necessarily mean that he he feels that way still and if he's still capable of having those same feelings as he does lack the Mind Stone. And we, I know in, in the West Coast Avengers, when he becomes White Vision, he, he says that his soul has been ripped from him. So we don't know if he's, if, you know, he still has that affiliation with her or just the memories and they're kind of empty memories. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the thing, you know, can he feel them? Can he feel those memories? I guess that would be, that's a really good way to contextualize it. Do you have any other thoughts on white vision before we move on to our next subject? All right, so I want to bring up another really cool moment. This right here, ladies and gentlemen, was fucking awesome. That whole scene, it, it felt, no, not digging it? It's okay. I, it's okay. I thought it was cool because it was like they all they all came together, right? And they they fought off the bad guys as a team, as a family. And Wanda will always have that memory now. No matter what happens, now she's living that Thanos life by herself out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, she like effed off to Kung Lung. Yeah, I don't I don't know where she went, but it's like she has she'll have those memories with her with her family, right? Fighting off Agatha Harkness and, and White Vision, who was bad at the time. So to me, I think that's what kind of symbolized it, making, making it kind of cool. You know what I'm saying? So, all right. Well, what was something, uh, what was something you wanted to cover? What was something you liked? Um, Why well, the battle between Wanda and Agatha, that was basically, oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, that was basically Wanda turning into Goku and Agatha was Yakon and she was just feeding her all her energy or was she? No, she wasn't bait and switch. She's already starting to learn her lessons about how to do magic. Um, I thought that was a 
pretty cool and I liked that and I don't really understand her like leveling up like why did that require her to have an outfit switch it was very like Sailor Moon what's happening here I don't know um, either. that was so strange that was so strange but yeah I, I, I didn't really here for it it was awesome and then when she fucking had the horns that came I mean like they kind of teased the horns when she was like tied to the post, right? When yeah. they were like burn her or whatever. And then she fucking absorbs all this energy. And then she fucking, you know, and then she's got. So that was the first thing for me was when her hands started to turn gray. I'm like, oh my God, they're going to do the red gloves. They're going to do the red gloves. They're going to do the red gloves. And I'm just like, like thinking about like those comic book images that I've seen so many times of Scarlet Witch, not Wanda Maximoff. But when, you know, she's like full on in the Scarlet Witch costume and they teased it in the Halloween episode earlier anyways. But for her to like do it for real, holy fuck. That was awesome. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, definitely. And like leaving Agatha at the end, I think definitely she'll come back. Although they wasted Emma Caulfield Ford and I'm not okay with that. Who's Emma Caulfield Ford? Oh, she's Dottie, Anya from Buffy. Definitely wasted her. Yeah, I didn't watch Buffy. Needed to have a bigger role. I'm not familiar with the Buffy, but I will say this. I will say this. Catherine Hahn is Agatha Harkness. No bullshit. Other than Thanos, because I think Josh Brolin just was so good in that role. She's my favorite MCU villain of all time. And I like that's not a knee-jerk reaction. I like last week I started feeling that way. And then this week just totally solidified it. She's my favorite MCU villain for so many reasons. The MCU has had, has been riddled with problems for 13 years now with their villains being not as fleshed out, somewhat hollow, sometimes not all the time, not, not in it enough. There's not enough of a character arc, right? With her, I'm not saying she had this epic character arc, but Similar to Thanos, they gave her a backstory. So in Infinity War, when you saw those that flashback of Thanos when he when Gamora was a child, right? And he was blowing up her planet. Okay. We got that flashback in the last episode with Agatha. So we saw we saw all the witches and stuff and all that kind of so it contextualizes how she got to become who she is currently. Whereas a lot of the times with the MCU villains, like Mickey Rourke, for example, and Iron Man 2. It's just like, here's a bad guy, evil plot, you know, he's going to fight Iron Man, and that's going to be the end of it. Whereas with this, Agatha did not have this, like, master plan other than to meet Scarlet Witch and be like, yo, you're Scarlet Witch, we need to talk. You're supposed to be a myth. And then kind of go from there. At least us as viewers didn't know if she had any plans past that. You know what I'm saying? Other than to meet up with Scarlet Witch and like I said, figure out you know where to go from there. We I don't I'm not used to that in the MCU. That's more of a DC thing. DC's always done a great job with their villains, but Marvel has kind of slacked off with that stuff. You know, I loved Michael B Jordan as as Killmonger. He was phenomenal. But and then obviously Thanos, but a lot of the times they just, they don't work for me. But in this case, she not only worked, I'm so glad they didn't kill her off because I'm anticipating that they do bring her back at some point, because I think Catherine Hahn is a major asset to the MCU. 
So I felt Agatha like Catherine Hahn is a phenomenal actress. So okay. this is not her, this has nothing to do with her acting ability. Her acting was excuse my language fucking incredible. But in terms of yeah. the specific character, I felt she was completely one note. Um, okay. She I want more power. That's it. I want more power. That's all that existed of her character. Um, to that I felt that that was all that existed of her character. Um, that's she's that's the most freaking cliche villain trope ever. I want more money. I want more power. I want more land. Like okay. Um, and some people are kind of thinking that maybe she'll end up being um, kind of like the basically the Loki, who's my favorite MCU villain of of you know phase four and um she'll be a gateway into a bigger villain going into um phase five um and i that would be cool uh i i hope that comes to pass because i do think they should bring her back and maybe flush her out and have her be a little bit more interesting i think this would have been far superior i'm just gonna go ahead and rewrite the show um if they had her be like more like how she is in the comics and be a, a teacher to scarlet witch to befriend her instead of attack her and actually had, you know, them both go off to the cabin and maybe deep down, um, Agatha's kind of hiding the fact that she wants um, Wanda's power for herself, but that doesn't come out in this TV show. That comes out much later on and in a betrayal. Right. And that would have been far, far superior to what we got. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I want, I want her back so bad. And to your point, because I'm not as familiar with the comics, if she is going to be somewhat of a teacher for Scarlet Witch, I think this definitely sets up a great opportunity for them. I mean, obviously, they're going to continue Scarlet Witch's character. Will it be in Doctor Strange too? I hope. Hopefully, we don't have to wait that long. But it, it's going to be what it's going to be. But I am hoping that there is a reason she has to go back to Westview. Let's just say she's in Doctor Strange too. Um, Agatha Harkness is at least she has to go back to Westview and do the little thing on the head and bring her back for a reason in order to channel her powers to become even stronger than she currently is which to me she is my favorite MCU character she started to become my favorite MCU character in Civil War all the scenes that she had with Vision Paul Bettany I was like Man, this I really, I really got a, you know, a heart for this girl. Like she's, you know, she's been through a lot, but she's trying to do the right thing. She was kind of a bad, a bad guy, but that was by happenstance, right? She's kind of forced into it. Now she's trying to be the hero, but nobody's really letting her do that, right? And then we see Infinity War, and she's just this fucking badass. And I'm like, whoa, Scarlet Witch. I think you're one of my favorite MCU characters. This show. 100% without a doubt in my mind is my favorite MCU character currently. How about yourself? Uh, Vision's mine. Has been for quite some time. See? Uh, That's Scott, awesome. Which is up there. Um, yeah, they're definitely two of my favorites. For sure. For sure. So let's see. Let's go to the chat. Uh, Joseph Ashley says, Killmonger is second as villain. Thanos is number one. Can't knock getting rid of stupid folks at a snap. Right. And then I'll add this too. You know, you had brought up Loki, which is an excellent point. I forget Loki's a villain because he was never like he was a villain in the first. I know that's the. I know that's the point. 
He was a villain in the first Avengers movie, but not really. You know what I mean? And then ever since then, he's just kind of been like this thorn in the side of the Avengers. But he always he always is up to mischief, but then he tries to do the right thing and, and make up for it. You know, so yeah. all of that is going down. Uh, all right. What uh, what subject would you like to bring up next here? Um, I know you're going to want to talk about Ralph Boner. <sighs> that, that fucking letdown. I mean, once again, so I'm super happy that they did not bring the Fox X-Men universe into MCU. But didn't they? But they didn't. But didn't they? What do you mean, but didn't they? So the fact that they cast Evan Peters. It was tongue in cheek, I think. Maybe, but that does open the gateway if they want to keep the original cast. It does, but I I don't want them to keep the original cast. It's like we talked about this off screen. I want them to start small. Do not give us Wolverine, Magneto, any of these people at the beginning. All recast. I don't want anybody brought over from the Fox universe. Let let this live in the MCU as its own. Let it live as its own thing. But all right, so Ralph Boner, major major props that or major upside that. It is not from the Fox universe, but major letdown that that's who Ralph was this entire fucking time. He was just some stoner dude that had an attic and that's, you know, Agatha moved in and put that necklace on him to have control over him. And the fight with Monica lasted about five seconds. She flipped him and ripped the necklace off. And then that was it. And he's like, Whoa, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. And then it cut. And it's like, that was it. This fucking Ralph boner, like, that's the fucking, that's Ralph. That's who we've been waiting on this whole goddamn time. I don't know. The more I think about this, I love the episode for many reasons, but I am slightly disappointed. I'm slightly disappointed. What are your thoughts, Lego? Um, like I didn't ever think Ralph was anyone, so that wasn't a letdown for me. Um, I didn't really think Evan Peters' character was going to be anyone, so it wasn't a letdown for me. Really, people just got their expectations up and were let down for it. And now we know, you know, for these TV shows going forward, don't expect as much <laughs> as right. you've been expecting because that's not what the, these shows are going to be about. Um, and I think this, as the first show that's, you know, happened, it's kind of hard to gauge, you know, where, you know, the level of, um, the level of characters and magnitude and storytelling that were going to happen. Um, but I, I, I do think because they used his visage, that does in fact make the Fox universe exist. And I, I don't know if they're going to bring any of the characters over, but I think that, that that's what that is. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I could see it being that way. This, uh, let's see, J J H K says Quicksilver was a wasted opportunity. Yeah, I mean, if they were, you know, it's like if you're gonna. I mean, like I said, I'm happy that it's not the Fox universe, but at the same time, if you're gonna go out of your way to do this tongue in cheek thing with Evan Peters and bring him in, I guess half of me is going. You might as well fucking use it. Use it to the limit, right? See, Claudia says, who was the guy under Wanda when she flew out of town at the end? Did you notice? I did not notice. If anybody here in the chat knows, throw it in there and we'll talk about it. But 
It was crazy. It was crazy. Like I said, I wasn't. I, I was disappointed that we didn't get a big reveal. That we didn't get a big, you know, a Doctor Strange or a Reed Richards or anything like that. I know you shrug. You're like you're not like you don't care. It's fine. You know. I I mean, again, I think people just got hyped that they were and expected to get more than they were going to. Sure. Sure. All right. So let's finish up what your thoughts are on it. I'd love to know more. Um, well, I'm trying to think going back to like the ending, uh, when Wanda is just chilling out by like Kung Lung, um, she hears the children call out to her. Um, I think that again was, I didn't think that they could kill the kids because I just didn't make any sense. So here's the thing. We started off with Wanda being in emotional effing agony. She has lost everyone and everything. She has nothing. And that's why this whole thing started. Just for her to lose literally everything all over again. Vision's out here like freaking Krillin getting killed over and over. And well, like, and now it's like a zero-sum game. So we end up right back where we started. That doesn't make any sense sense why does this show exist um just for her to get a power up like all right cool she ate some mushrooms she's leveled up great but what does that actually do for us in the long run like where 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 is this a building block two in the mcu that is apparently a freaking staircase um i don't i don't see what what they what they advanced except now because of the end, we do get the kids, and that that is a step forward to something. Um, right. But then they disappeared. Then they got rid of them. They got rid of the kids. The kids didn't. No. The kids didn't last that long. The kids lived. We hear them at the end. Right. But see, I think that's. I think that's because they're that. I think to be honest with you, I think that's what's setting up the multiverse. The multiverse of madness. Like that's as soon as I heard those kids, I go, okay, that's how she gets involved with the multiverse. They're not in this world. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. That's what advances the plot. Otherwise, if we didn't get that at the end, then this show would have been fucking pointless because it didn't oh, yeah. do anything. All right, so, all right, I'm on the same page with you now. I, I totally get what you're saying. All right, I, we're on the same page. We're on the yeah. same page. Yeah, because, I mean, once again, it's like, then the fucking kids die and then Vision goes and it's like, but at the same time, it's like, I'm glad we're going to have this white Vision. You know, it does, to me takes a little bit away from infinity war and Endgame, but I'm not mad about it because we get white vision and he seems to be pretty cool, especially now that he's got visions memories. Okay. Uh, could I quickly address the chat for a second? Absolutely. Do whatever you got to do. So I'm, I'm, I don't think Robin and I are super familiar with all these um, characters. Sure. Um, I mean, I've read like some stuff, but as it pertains to like people talking about Nightmare and people talking about Mephisto and Easter eggs, mm -hmm. the MCU has always had Easter eggs, literally from the get go. Oh, oh. And then oftentimes they have to go on retcon because they decide to do something different, like with the um, Infinity Gauntlet being in um, Thor's Great Hall thing. Um, so yeah, I don't expect anything from Easter eggs because that's just what the MCU does. And maybe they'll do something with it and maybe they won't. But I think this show, if it if it says anything, it's that maybe just just wait. <laughs> just wait. Just wait. We don't know what they're gonna do. Just wait and watch. Right. 
And that's the thing, you know, so Lego's correct. You know, I come at this from somebody who loves the MCU. I love the whole storyline. I'm completely obsessed with it from, from Iron Man 1 all the way to now. Just totally involved. I'm not a comic book reader, but I also come at it from a film and writing perspective. So, you know, the character arcs and all that kind of stuff. I can nerd out about that shit all day. Lego's far more familiar with comics than I am, but I don't think either one of us considers ourselves to be an expert. But on this program, as being more casual comic book fans, but really hardcore, especially myself, MCU fans, the perspective that we're bringing is of such. And neither one of us really like to speculate too much because all it does is lead to disappointment. So from day one, I'm reading on the internet, everybody's talking about Reed Richards or Doctor Strange or who this Luke Skywalker moment's going to be. Um, and I've brought some of your guys' comments up from the chat. I got sucked into it too. And I'm like, oh man, speculation train, speculation train. And then all you're doing is setting yourself up for disappointment because it's been that way since day one. Like Lego said, they set up these Easter eggs all the time and then they have to retcon them because they're like, oh, we're going to go a different route for phase three. And it's, it is what it is. So, oh, well, that's, that's that, I guess. Uh, That's why analysis is better than speculation. Analysis is better than speculation. Uh, Let's see. Let's pull this up. So Claudia says, the scene I mean is at 3945. She leaves Westview at the same time somebody is coming to Westview. She knows. I don't know. I, to be honest with you, I have no idea. If you, anybody here has any thoughts, feel free to leave them in the chat. But unfortunately, I don't know. I don't have an answer to that one. Uh, Bruce, you're not an idiot. He says, well, if I'm the idiot, then definitely not an idiot, Bruce. Uh, Glad to have you here. That's what most people do. I think there's a difference between I'm a, like Rob and I we're lovers of like cinema Mm -hmm. and storytelling. Whereas a Mm -hmm. lot of other people are coming this from the point of view of comic book lover. And so that's a really different way to approach these, these shows and movies. Right. Would you say that's right? Oh yeah. Not, not only that 100%, but at the same time, I mean, like I said, we love the MCU. So at least, at least I know I do. I don't know about, I don't know about Lego as much as me, but, um, and that's, and you know, once again, what is, what is the MCU? It's 10 out of 10 storytelling. It's the greatest franchise that's ever existed. You know, somebody, I love a lot of movie franchises, but what they have done in 12, 13 years, um, building, you know, 20, 23 plus movies and these television shows and stuff is just truly, it's a, it's a, it's, it's unprecedented. And quite frankly, it's it's one of the reasons I'm as obsessed with it as I am, because nothing like this has ever come out before, specifically with superhero films. Yeah, for sure. So. All right. Moving forward. Uh, what else you got? Monica Rambeau. Still How- a badass. Still awesome. And they're setting up that um, in the end credit scene with the scroll. They're setting up, I'm assuming... Um, that she's going to go meet Nick Fury up in space and that Nick Fury, now we know Nick Fury is still up in space. Um, and I'm assuming they're going to have, I don't know, are they doing a movie or a TV show about that? I'm assuming movie. So there's going to be a uh, Captain Marvel 2, which is coming out oh, yeah. next year, which is what I'm assuming Oh. Monica I- Rambeau is going to be in with General Talos, which we know from the first Captain Marvel, because that's who she was talking about. Uh, your mom's one of your mom's old friends. So yeah, 
Captain Marvel, right? But sent her there. Uh, I'm assuming with Talos, it is somehow way, shape, or fashion. And that's how we're going to get. That's what's, what's going to happen in uh, Captain Marvel two. So they set that up, and they set up Doctor Strange two, right? We know what's going on with Spider-Man, Thor 4, we got that figured out. Guardians 3, we got that kind of figured out. You know, Shang-Chi is going to be a whole new whole new franchise there and everything else is going on. Give us Black Widow, drop it on streaming. Stop stop being pain in the butts, Disney. Drop it on streaming. So with that though, I'm a little confused about the end of Captain Marvel, the first movie. What what are you What's confused going on? about? Because okay, so I thought that the next I'm so dumb. I thought the next Captain Marvel was supposed to be also in the past. I don't know why I thought that. But because I really liked Ronan the Destroyer, I'm a really big Lee Pace fan. So okay. then when he makes the threat that he wants to come back and like take on take on Captain Marvel, but we know he dies in Guardians of the Galaxy, we're gonna have to have another movie in the past to like Talk about what happened with Ronan, the story, because I still want to know. Maybe, maybe not. We've got so much to address and get to. I mean, maybe. But I wonder if they are going to do something with, like, um, with that, maybe that he'll just be in flashbacks. So to um, me. The next Captain Marvel. I don't yeah. know. So to me, Captain Marvel 2 would definitely take place in present day and or. Oh, you know, I just looked it up. It's a sequel to um, um, Endgame and WandaVision and Miss Marvel. Oh, yeah. So that, was a, that was a new sound effect. I've never made that noise before. Uh, somebody clipped that well, out. have you? Send that to me on Twitter. Uh, not that I'm familiar with. That All that being said, because to me, as soon as you brought Captain Marvel into Endgame, you brought her into the future, so there's no reason to go back to the future, to quote your favorite movie of all time. So, yeah, hey. Hey. Uh, yeah, so Joseph Ashton says, who was the aerospace engineer? I don't know. It was Goodner, right? Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't anybody, you know. See, you know the name. I don't even know the name because it was like, yeah. Damn, no one respects Fine. this. I know. She worked hard for her doctorate's degree. Respect. Respect the doctor. All right, fine. I'll respect the doctor. All right, fine. I'll respect the doctor. Good Lord. But Monica Rambeau, how fucking awesome was that? I, and it's like, I don't think she knew she had those powers until she got shot. Or did she? Did she know prior to this that she had those powers? Well, I, I mean, she, so. she did the eye thing to look at the necklace, but I don't understand, like... Yeah, I because I'm talking about, I'm talking about bulletproof. Powers. I got follow-ups. I mean, I'm talking bulletproof powers. I don't think she knew she had those. That's, oh. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Going back to that, I think that was the only issue I really... Uh, had with that scene is that I don't know. That's just bad parenting. Letting your kids fight the military. What are you teaching them? Putting them in danger? Nah. I don't know. I don't know. It was great though. It was great. That whole scene was fucking awesome. And then they use their they use their little powers and stuff. And she said that's pretty cool. It's like fuck yeah. All right. Uh, next point that I wanted to get to was the delivery guy. Now, once again, I don't think this actually holds any water, but it's just thought we had talked about the delivery guy before on this show. So he had driven by and he said, don't shoot. I'm just the messenger. We said that before. It was very like, oh, but he's there's got to be there, there's something. It, you know, you want to talk about an Easter egg. I think that maybe I'm maybe I'm looking at it How too close. Easter egg. 
I don't know, because isn't that like they're hints? These aren't Easter eggs. Like, don't you mean foreshadowing? Foreshadowing. All right, foreshadowing is a better word. Or um, it's four o'clock in the morning. That's a better word. Okay. Okay. For the record, Lego knows better words than I do. She knows bigger (laughs) words than I do. I I would say it's illusion, Um, but I don't. I I mean, I personally don't think so. But maybe. All right, maybe not. Maybe maybe not. I thought I'd write that down. So let's go back to Agatha Harkness real quick. The beginning of the episode, she said, I take power from the undeserving. How long has she been scoping her out? That's what I want to know. And I don't think we have an answer to that. But like, how long has Agatha known about Wanda in general? I brought it up on this show before. What the fuck has she been doing for the last four or 500 years? Has she just been chilling, not using her magical powers? Or... I want that whole backstory. I'm telling you, I want a 10 episode horror thriller magic mix mystical show with Catherine Hahn as the backstory of Agatha Harkness, where we go from the Salem witch trial era all the way to present day and all the things that she did in the meantime, that show would be fucking lit city kids lit city. Do you have any thoughts on that? Uh I'm more for moving forward, like what I said earlier with um uh with like what I said earlier with maybe um maybe she needs to like end up helping Wanda learn her magic. I think that'd be cool. Um it would be it would be ridiculous for them to not use her again and more. Especially with now that they see how um the fanfare that she's gotten, she's definitely coming back in some iteration. I, um, I don't really care about her past. <laughs> you don't want the back. So you would rather have an X file show with Darcy Lewis and Jimmy Woo than one hundred and fifty percent. Really? I Darcy, Doctor Darcy and Jimmy Woo all day. Over, Give me over that a, like- special agent collaboration i don't even care what they're in put them in everything put them in non-mcu things just put them everywhere a horror thriller show with magic with agatha harkness i don't know i don't know i'm leaning that way i do want the x-files show though that would be awesome i don't care if it's x-files it can just be like normal shit they could just be chilling in an office i just really like them office adventures could it just be the office like it's shot like the office and it just it's it takes place at, at sword and it's just dr darcy lewis and jimmy woo it's the they're the jim and pam of that would be a definition well that's another thing like we know now that like hydra had infiltrated shield so shields for the most part defunct right and sword are they also now evil or was it just Hayward? I think it was just Hayward, but I, but who knows? So, all right. Analysis over speculation. We're going to analyze this, but I'm going to speculate slightly. Maybe that's how they set up secret invasion with the scrolls. Sword turns out to be like the new version of Hydra, right? Because we got all, you know, all that kind of stuff going on. What? You mouth something to me, but you I didn't. Said, then we get the Nova Corps. See, there you go. See, I'm getting excited about it. Sword, sword could turn out to be the bad thing. And then obviously Nick Fury is going to show up, right? 
and from Shield, and you know, do his shit. So there. He just does his Nick Fury stuff. Yeah. That's all he's got to do. He's Sam Jackson. Let's be real. That's true. That's true. That's all right. True. Uh, before Sam we get Jackson out of here, do you have. I'm sorry. Did Sam Jackson be Sam Jacksoning? Sam Jackson be Sam Jacksoning. Facts. All right, before we get out of here and wrap this whole thing up, are there any other points that you'd like to bring up? Are there any other theories, analysis, et cetera, et cetera? Um, man, I, I would say just end result for this show. I guess, I don't know. I don't even know. Just, I don't know. <laughs> what would you give it? If you had to give it a score out of zero to 100, where, what kind of score would you give it as a whole, the series as a whole? I don't know. I don't really like, like starring things. I would just say absolutely, you know, I would totally recommend the show. I think it was very, very well made and well executed okay. for the most part. Um, the acting was fantastic. The songs are great. It was creative. I do think it kind of fell short at the end. I don't think it necessarily advanced the plot of the MCU that much, except for, um, you know, uh, except for, I mean, I guess, yeah, technically leveling up Scar Scarlet Witch, but I don't know if we needed that. And then, so the only thing the show really did was introduce the children and uh, introduce White Vision, um, which... I don't necessarily, I mean, obviously I don't know yet if I feel like maybe they should have done something differently with that or not. <laughs> um, sure. So I guess it's just a waiting game until we get to Captain Marvel 2. Okay. I would oh, give until uh, Doctor Strange 2. Sorry. Right. Well, and, well, and Captain Marvel 2 yeah. with Monica Rambeau. I would give the show... Oh, as a whole, I, man, because those first two episodes were a little bit of a lag, especially looking back. I would give the show an eight out of ten. I know it's fine. So it's funny yeah. that we like opposite episodes. I know that's, but that's why we're good co-hosts. That's that's why the chemistry works. <laughs> um, I would give the show an eight out of ten. Salad, salad B, salad B show. I think it was a very strong show. Bringing in bringing the MCU to Disney Plus, aka television, right out of the gate. I think it was a very strong first outing. I think the next show, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, will be another great addition to that. And then I really think with all the new shows that they've got and all the new characters that we haven't met yet, that's going to take their streaming service into a completely different direction. She screenshotted it. I got an email the other day. They're up in my price a dollar on Disney Plus from six ninety nine to seven ninety nine, which tells me they're really putting in money into their content. Because once again, for the last year, other than Mandalorian, they've pretty much just been making and Lady and the Tramp, a few other things that they've done. They've pretty much been making all their money from back catalog money shows and movies that they've already made their money on, and now they're just taking even more. The fact that they raised the price a dollar leads me to believe they're going all in with these Marvel shows. And we know that they were going to go all in budget-wise. Now you're shaking your head. What, what do you think? What, what's your thoughts? I mean, I think they're just raising a dollar because they can. <laughs> oh, you just, you don't think it's for like art, like budgetary reasons? Like, hey, we need I more money? I think it's because Disneyland's been closed for a year. <laughs> all right. I can give you that. I can give you that. 
See, all right. So Thomas says the kids weren't real technically. It doesn't I, matter if they were real or not. It matters that she loved them. Right. Yeah, no, that was pretty lit. That was pretty lit. By the way, going into the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com backslash Rob Fishback, the best way to support over here at this channel. Weston Ira says, favorite episode of the show, question mark. A, also, please get some rest after this, LOL. Much appreciated, Weston. We'll definitely be uh, brushing my teeth and passing the fuck out within the next 30 to 45 minutes. Guaranteed 100%, 10 out of 10, would recommend. My favorite, what was your question? My favorite, uh, yeah, favorite episode of the show. My favorite episode of the show was either this episode or the previous episode. Maybe the previous episode because we got that whole Agatha Harkness arc and the final word, you know, like the whole thing at the end with like, you're supposed to be a myth. You're the Scarlet Witch. That was a really cool reveal. That may be my favorite episode. What say you, Lego? Um, I think my favorite episode was maybe the Halloween episode. Okay. Yeah. All right. I could see that. I, I oh, that was a good the one. episodes when they were still like in the TV shows. Right. All right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you really did like that stuff, which was fine. I, I liked it. It was fine. It was good enough. All right. I mean, I don't think there's going to be a season two of this, to be completely honest with you. I think they did what they did, and they did it well. It was a great execution. I can't wait for Falcon and Winter Soldier. You can catch us doing that show as well. When that premieres, we might be doing it slightly at a different time, maybe doing it the following morning. But we'll keep you guys updated on all of that stuff. Until then, make sure you hit that like button here on this on this uh, video. Really helps with the algorithms. And if you guys stick around for a few seconds after the fact and leave a comment, that would be even better and me would mean the world to me. Also, until then, where can everybody find you at Lego? Uh, I'm on uh, like basically every platform with the name that you see here with a 13 added to it. Um, I talk with Rob on stereo on Thursdays at some time in the morning slash afternoon, depending on where you live. Depends on where and you live. I'm also available via Twitter and YouTube. Yes. And if you go into the description, there is a link to Lego's YouTube page as well. You can find me everywhere at Rob Fishback and on Instagram at Rob underscore Fishback. Head on over to Stereo and follow both of us. Our Thursday shows are quite interesting and a ton of fun. We start the day together and end the end the day together here on Thursdays. It is fucking fantastic. We're going to be getting out of here. Remember to fluff your pillows. Do not flush your pillows. Check your internet. If it's not work, working, make sure you blow on it first. And, uh, you know, all of that good stuff. Take it easy, guys. Stay safe. Be well. It's a crazy world, and we're just trying to get through it one day at a time. Later. <laughs>